Okay, Hilchish Deis, Laws of Perspective, with Laws of Personality Development. Yesh Bechol Na'achas Hase Mitzvahs, it includes 11 mitzvahs, Chamesh Mitzvahs Hase, 5 positive mitzvahs, Vesheish Mitzvahs Hase, and 6 negative mitzvahs. Vzer Pratan, these are them in detail. Aleph, Lidames Bedrachov, to imitate the ways of Hashem. Beis, Lidavik Bedirdov, to cling to those who are very familiar with Hashem, or close to Hashem, who know Hashem. Gimel, La'ev Esereim, to love Fellow Jews, Dalid Lev S. Hagadim to love converts. Hey, Shalay Yisne Achim, not to hate a fellow Jew. Vav Lechiach to rebuke or admonish. Zion, Shalay Halbim Pan, not to embarrass someone. Ches, Shalay Anis Umlovim, not to oppress someone who's unfortunate. Tes, Shalay Lahamlech Rochil, not to gossip. Yud, Shalay Linkayim, not to take revenge. Yud Aleph, Shalay Linter, not to bear a grudge. These are the eleven mitzvahs. Ubir kol mitzvahs elu b'prakim elu. They will be explained in detail in the following chapters. Halacha Aleph. Deis harbi yeshel chol echad ve'echad mibnei adam. Every person has multiple personality traits, multiple characteristics. Mizu mishun mizu, each one different from the other. Urechaykem and abiyes are very far from each other. Yesh adam, there are people shu balachem. There's a person shu balachem who gets angry. He's an angry person. Kaya's Tamid always always angry. There's a person, Shadaiti Mishavasalov, who's of more settled mind. He never gets angry. If he does get angry, he gets only a bit angry. Once in many years. <coughs> the opposite extreme. There's a person who's very haughty. A person who's again the opposite extreme, who's very humble. A person who's extremely full of desires and he's never satisfied from pursuing his desires you have a person who's the opposite is very pure hearted he doesn't desire even the basics that are basic necessities there's a person who's very greedy who's not satisfied with all the money in the world like the Pesach says a person who loves money will not be satisfied by money, no matter how much. There's one who's much more uh, short necessity, it has very more minimal appetite. He's satisfied with even the basics that it's not really what it not really doesn't really meet the minimum requirements for basic living. He's not motivated to go pursue to assume to to attain these basic necessities. It's the exact opposite of greedy, to the extreme. There a person who, for example, tortures himself with hunger, and he closes his hand, he will not spend money, he won't consume one of his own coins, unless, unless it's a matter of tremendous pain. There's a person who's the opposite, who spends all his money without even thinking. Similarly, you have with all personality traits. A person who's always overly elated, elated, a person who's depressed. A person who is stingy. A person who's very free-handed. Or stone-hearted. Similarly, you have all these different character traits, one extreme to the other. Now, how do we acquire these different character traits? How does everyone get their nature? Each of these extreme types of personality traits you describe, there's a midpoint, equally equidistant from the two extremes. 
The whole idea is all these personality traits, some of the person has from birth, the feet have a gufa based on the nature of his body, what we call genetics. There are other perspectives or traits, that it's the nature of this individual, he's susceptible to acquire them more easily from other traits than other traits. So He's not born with those traits genetically per se, but he's more susceptible to acquire them more easily than others. The Ashman and some of them, the a person does not have any genetic predisposition at all. He learned them by social learning from others. Or he turned to them on his own. Based on a thought that he had on his own. Or he heard. This is a good trait for him to have. And he, and he wants to go in that direction based on what he heard. He conducted himself in that manner to the point that he, it's been embedded in his personality. Halacha Gimel will learn that the extremes are not good. The two extremes that are equal distant from each other, in every trait, that's not the proper way, the good way. It's not appropriate for a person to go in that direction. Nor to teach them to himself, to train himself. If he finds himself veering in one of those directions, or susceptible to go in one of those directions, or he already taught himself to go in one of those extremes, if Nagban he conducted himself in that manner, he let him put himself back on the right path, and go in the way of the of, that is that is good, and that is the proper way. The correct path is the midpoint between each of the two extremes of these traits. Of all the traits that people have, that is the trait that is equidistant between the two extremes. It's not close to either of them more than the other. It's halfway, so to speak. And therefore, the early Chacham instructed us, the person should always be evaluating his traits, and, and measuring them, and directing them, to be in the middle path. She should be wholesome and complete. The word Begufi is presumably a printing mistake. How so? She shouldn't be angrily and easily angered, nor should he be indifferent to the point that he doesn't feel anything, like a dead person, so to speak. He should be average, so to speak, equidistant between the two. He should not get angry, except for a great matter, an important thing, for which it's appropriate to get angry. To dissuade the person who he's angry at from acting in this manner the next time. If he does something taka which is inappropriate, he should only desire things that are necessary for the body, except uh, rather than things that are simply extra like uh, Pringles. And it's impossible to live without them. Why a righteous person eats satisfy his soul. So when he desires physical necessities. It's because they provide benefit in terms of his living, not just because they, they provide enjoyment, but they actually provide some place in the hierarchy of needs. The He should not be obsessed or, or overworking with his business. Except for to acquire the necessities he needs to live. As it says, a little, a little is good for the tzaddik. 
shouldn't be doing business just for the sake of making more money because it makes him feel good to have more dollars in his bank account. He's trying to make money to live the life he wants to live, which is necessary. He should not close his hand excessively, be stingy, nor should he be excessively uh, 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 frivolous with his money. Freehanded. You should give tzedakah according to his ability and lend as appropriate to those who need. He should not be frivolous and, 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 uh, uh, and silly in his jolliness nor depressed and downtrodden rather pleasantly happy with a pleasant countenance the same thing applies to all the other traits this is the way of the righteous every person who his traits is the mid the medium trait in the middle is called a wise person so the Chacham is one who's Traits are equidistant between the two extremes. Someone who's even more particular with himself. And he goes from the equidistant place, somewhat to one closer, somewhat to one or, one of the other extremes. Is Nikra Chasid called a Chasid for reasons why we'll explain. So he's called pious. Kate said, How so? Someone who dis- dis- distances himself from from Gaiva, from haughtiness, ad until the extreme. He's exceedingly humble. He's called a, a, a pious person. This is the the midah, the way of those who go beyond the letter of the law. In other words, because the basic requirement is to be equidistant between haughty and humble, or rather haughty and uh, uh, excessively uh, of low spirit, the chassid, in order to ensure that he's not too close or to the to the side of to the side of haughtiness, takes a, a measure to make himself more humble than is equidistant. So not that he allows himself to be abused, but he develops an indifference to the way to how much uh, honor people people treat him with. If he's just a basic midpoint, and he's called, he's humble, he's called a wise person. This is the measurement, this is the caricature of the wise. The same applies to all the other traits. The basic requirement is to be equidistant. But the Hasidim, the Hasidim those who were pious, were extra extra careful to go somewhat beyond the equidistant to make sure they weren't on the other side of the halfway mark. <laughs> the earliest pious people, they would direct their traits, towards one of the two extremes from the midpoint. Some traits, they would turn their perspectives, their traits, somewhat close to the higher extreme some traits they would direct their their nature towards the, the lower end of the uh, spectrum that is going beyond the letter of the law we are basically commanded at a basic requirement to go in the, in the equidistant path the middle path they are the upright and correct manner we shall walk in the ways in his ways in the ways of Hashem. 
So the basic requirement again is to go equidistant between the two extremes and certain character traits in order to ensure a person is who a person tries to be exactly in the middle may miscalculate and be somewhat towards the non-desirable end of the spectrum. Therefore, the Hasidim would make sure to put themselves somewhat in the opposite direction to ensure that they're not going past the midway mark in the non-desirable direction. So they'd rather be somewhat past the halfway to the correct side rather than somewhat past halfway to the non-correct side. So rather be somewhat more humble than is ideal than be somewhat more haughty than is ideal. Halacha vav. This is what our sages have taught us regarding the fulfillment of this mitzvah. Just like Hashem is called gracious, we should be gracious as well. Just as He's called merciful, we should also be merciful. Just like Hashem is called holy, you should be holy as well. This is similar to the way that the Nevi'im Refer to Hashem any title, Erachapayim, slow to anger, Rav Chesed, great in kindness, Tzadik Vyasha, righteous and just, Tum imperfect, Gibar Vachazak, mighty and powerful, Kiritzaben and similar traits. What, what's the purpose of determining Hashem with all these traits if Hashem cannot be, be truly described? To tell us that they are correct, proper paths that people appreciate from the human perspective. And a person is obligated to conduct himself in those manners, and thereby to resemble Hashem to the maximum ability he has. So what's the trick? How can a person train himself so that these character traits at their at that level is is embedded in his personality? He should act. And continue to act two and three times continuously over and over again, based on uh, behave with behaviors that are based on the mid ground perspective, the equidistant trait, and continuously behave in that way at you, my Sim Kalma love, till the point that it gets easy for him to do. They will no longer be burdensome to him, and they'll be established in his personality. So, in other words, that, that the way to develop the perspective that a person realizes is best to have. And he understands it's valuable. But how do you ingrain it into your personality and strengthen that muscle, so to speak, that emotional, mental muscle? By behaving in that direction, by forcing yourself to behave according to that perspective, you strengthen that that, that personality trait. And by refraining from acting in the other traits, you weaken those traits. Since these names are names by which Hashem is referred to, they are the middle ground by which we are commanded to go. That's called the path of Hashem. This is what Avram Avinu taught his children. Shemar says, "If I love him, Avram Avinu, Hashem says, because he commands his descendants and household to go on my path." If someone goes in this way, he brings goodness and blessing upon himself. Shemar says. In order that Hashem will bring about for Avram the good things he has promised.